formal mission of U equals me is stated as a movement of conscientious objectors to intolerance, or simply stated, a movement against intolerance. And the exploration of that statement really gets to what what are the similarities between people? What do we all have in common? Why are we really equal as humankind? And that's what we're going to explore. This podcast is about exploring conversational thoughts and interviews with extraordinary people living ordinary lives of well-being. Discussions on exactly what well-being means to people day to day, factors that can influence it both internally and externally. We glean insights on how to survive and thrive in feeling satisfied in life with a greater sense of purpose. Guest hosts bring fresh new outlooks and opinions from spirituality, science, worldviews, and standing up and speaking out for what's right. It's pretty interesting. Man needs each other and planet Earth to survive. Check it out. I think you'll like what you hear. Welcome to the U Equals Me podcast. We want to thank all of our friends and family from around the globe for listening today. With so many unsettling forces in our lives right now, a new year, a new vaccine, a new hope is definitely welcome. As we eagerly leave behind 2020, there is one resolution that we can take with us that will dramatically improve our lives, and I'll explain in a moment. But first, I found this I wanted to share from Maria Shriver. She writes, Today I walk gently out into the world. It's fragile. While everyone rages from their minds, speak from your heart. Your words will bring comfort. Observe nature. Observe people. Observe yourself. Let your eyes land where they land. Notice what they see. Take my hand. Let's walk together. It's no time to be alone. Oh, I just thought this was beautiful. Kith and kin, family and friends, we're not alone, so let's take this walk together. We've all heard many times before that we must be the change that we want to see in the world. Uh, and I have wondered myself, what, what exactly does that mean? Real change that can not only bring us together as a family or community, um, but what works effectively? What What works? And we know it has to start with ourselves first. But my mind keeps going back to how. Our Italian friend, Michaela, who is now living and working in France, she says, for 2021 to be better, we have to improve ourselves or nothing will change. How can we improve ourselves? We can't solve problems by using the same kind of thinking we used when we created them. We have an awareness of the little things we can do outwardly, such as kindness. And kindness isn't such a little thing, but it feels metered, depending on how we feel that day. What actions exactly can we take to really shift things on the inside for us? The other day, my mom and I were talking about dignity, and it stirred something up in me. So I started researching the meaning of dignity. And what I found was interesting, because there's very little research on dignity. It's difficult to define. It's like air. You can't see it, but somehow it feels essential. So here I begin. Dr. Donna Hicks is an associate at the Weatherhead Center for International Affairs at Harvard University. 
She's a, a conflict arbiter and the author of the book Leading with Dignity. She describes dignity as a state or quality worthy of honor. She describes dignity as a value that unites races, religions, cultures, and class. But rarely do we speak about dignity, the, the essential worth and value of every human being. This is our definition and direct mission of the U Equals Me organization. I was so thrilled when I, when I found her. According to the dictionary, dignity is the state or quality of being worthy of honor or respect, or a sense of pride in oneself, self-respect. But this is interesting for me because I don't have goals. I seem to have missions when I'm after something or information, and this is what I found. Dignity and respect are two different things. Respect is admiration for someone's actions or traits or accomplishments. It is earned or lost through a person's actions or behaviors. Earning respect means doing something that goes above and beyond the baseline, to be treated well. Respect is often uh, a demand to comply or acquiesce when someone has more authority. From playgrounds to workplaces, our faith communities and the halls of our government, people have good reason for skepticism and reluctance or confusion to come forward and report wrongdoing when asked to respect others, even in the abuse of power. Uh, such as we're facing right now in this country. We actually have another podcast interview about just that, breaching respect, summoning personal integrity, and standing up and speaking out for what's right. Looking forward to that one. Dignity, uh, on the other hand, uh, unlike respect, cannot be earned or lost. It's an absolute. Dignity is a given, a non-negotiable right. When we honor someone's dignity, we accept their identity no matter who they are. We give them recognition and acceptance to their unique quality of life. When we acknowledge another's uniqueness, people feel heard, listened, and seen. And we all long for acceptance. Inclusion is another powerful element of dignity. All people crave a sense of belonging. There's nothing worse than to feel out in the margins. To honor dignity is to make sure we feel safe and secure, safe from humiliation, shame, or feeling marginalized. When we honor someone's dignity, we give them the benefit of the doubt. We, we seek understanding even when we do not share likenesses. Dignity, of course, can be harmed and diminished but it cannot be stripped from us. It is inalienable. Our dignity, however, is vulnerable to harm and injury. And for those who don't know me, I have to say, I am not a psychologist, but this is my bailiwick or foxhole. I am a master student in the studies of consciousness, not a master's student, but a master student, finding wisdom in the questions of Who are we? My actual day job is that of a hairdresser of 45 years with a very fortunate career in learning from the world's top leaders in my industry. I love my job. I love talking to people and I love learning about people's lives, their accomplishments and the sharing of wisdom. 
This is why I say you never know who you're walking down the street with. I've been actively studying consciousness and emotions for about 35 years, and I'm curious as to to why we have them, emotions. What, what are they trying to tell us? Funny thing is, once you start asking questions like these, the floodgates open, and I find myself down this foxhole. This is actually how this podcast started. One of my longtime clients named Amy was after me for years to start a podcast because she loved our conversations. Um, and last year, I finally had enough guts to start it. So to me, dignity um, is so interesting in that it's, it's like air. You, you can't see it or easily define it, but it does exist as a part of our soul. Or is it? Our soul. It seems that few people understand the true meaning of dignity and even fewer recognize the extraordinary impact it has on our lives and our relationships. Dr. Hicks has faced many academic challengers on the meaning of dignity and respect, but I agree with her. They are two different things, and I know she has it right. Uh, Dignity. Dignity is our inherent worth and value as human beings. Everyone's born with it. We often fail to realize how vulnerable people are to being treated as if they don't matter. We all have a deep human desire to be treated as something of value. Violations of our dignity feel like a threat to our survival. Our instincts don't know the difference between a physical threat and a psychological threat. When we feel hurt, our brains leap into self-preservation mode. When our dignity feels violated, the response is likely to lead to anger, aggression, or even violence. Our shared desire for dignity transcends all of our differences, putting our common identity above all else. That is the bond that glues us together. The bond that glues us together is the mutual understanding of the desire to be seen, to be heard, and to be treated fairly, to be recognized. And here, this is the biggie for me. This, this is the one resolution here this year and for all the years to come. This is it. And that is the need to be right. We need to leave the need to be right behind with the rest of 2020. One of the most prevalent and damaging themes in our culture is the need to be right. It's so deeply embedded in our belief system and in our collective psyche that that we never question it. It would really serve us to inquire why it is so important for us to be right. Our educational system is rooted in the construct of being right or wrong. We are rewarded for what are deemed to be the correct answers and the getting of higher grades, and uh, which generally lead to more successful lives. And there's nothing wrong with that. We all want this for our children. But being right affirms and inflates our sense of self-worth. And as students, we learn to avoid as best we can the embarrassment of being wrong. Being wrong is something we avoid like the plague. People's instincts are to cover up, lie, blame, and shame others, anything but to be perceived as being wrong. We're all born with dignity, but we weren't born 
knowing how to act in ways that honor other people's dignity. We all have experienced the results of being mistreated, misunderstood, or undervalued. We have a hardwired impulse not to be seen as the one in the wrong. We have an equally strong desire to want to save face when we have done wrong or when we have been wrong. Being wrong seems to be tied to uh, esteem unnecessarily. And I say this because our need to be right immediately makes another person wrong, which leads to judgment and separation. And we're all vulnerable. All of us are vulnerable when it comes to wanting to be accepted. Uh, When you're in this moment and feel your need to be right, let's stop and think about what it is that we actually need. Why is it so important for us? Is it that we need to control? Do we need control of the conversation or control of another individual, control of the uh, perception? Do we need validation or do we need to be, what is it that, that we're hanging on to so tightly that we need to be right? Our judgment of others in order to be right in our perception leads to gossip and we look for ways to validate our opinions by gathering the support of of others, uh, when in fact what this is asking for is an allegiance for people to take sides with your perception, our perception. This is the most damaging position for constituting a close and loving relationship, whether it's in a family, a workplace, or community. The purpose for gathering support for our opinions or perceptions is, is you seeking validation. It's us seeking validation. To give up having to be right is a shift in perspective, and I know it can be uncomfortable, but this is the shift on the inside that can and will make a huge difference in how we treat one another, even if they're wrong. In truth, we all matter the same amount equally, even if we are wrong. Even in conflict or hard moments, other people's, other people matter as much as we do which means we have to stop and think about our thinking, our feeling, and our actions, and how they impact others. We don't need to be right. Even if you know you're right, there's no reason for a showdown. I I say it's time to drop the sword and shield. The denial of dignity in others results in conflict and feeling threatened. Acts against uh, dignity are to humiliate, to treat a person as an object or a thing, or to degrade or dehumanize someone. Looking outside of ourselves for validation is a very slippery slope and almost always leads to separation, judgment, and unhappiness. Looking outside of ourselves inevitably results in conflict and gossip. Our desire for revenge is the ego's reaction to dignity violation and only perpetuates this cycle of hurt, which keeps the conflict alive. And to avoid this from happening, we need to hit the pause button and take ourselves to the upper room to think about our thinking. I personally think it's useful to think about our desired results uh, that we wish to obtain in the first place with any relationship, at the start of any conversation, even. We can all be accused of violate, we can all be accused violators of dignity. I know I have when I did not 
immediately recognize someone I've met many times. It feels awful knowing that I've done this, but even worse when you're the one who's not recognized. The word dignity derives from the Latin word dignus, meaning worthy. It's our birthright. It's our inherent nobility. The knowing of equal rights of all members of the human family is the foundation of peace, freedom, and justice in the world. I found this on on Google. I thought this was interesting. Dignity in relationships can describe the way a person's perceived value and worthiness is reflected back within the context of the interaction. Dignity of self, to a large extent, is seemingly dependent on what is reflected back to us by other people based on our perceptions or actions. I think that's, I think that's very true. All life forms strive to reach uh, max potential, except for human beings. It's interesting. In nature, a tree grows to its max potential. A tree drives its roots deeply into the ground. It's in its DNA. And it's in ours too, but we've chosen to be small and unrealized. Realization of dignity makes us resilient and connected to our own worthiness. And here's the bonus. It strengthens our own. This is the alchemy. This is the internal power that comes along with claiming our inherent worth and value. Dr. Hicks shows us that by choosing dignity as a way of life, we open the way to greater peace with ourselves and a more safer, humane world to live in. Dignity is always within our own care and control. We all benefit from the attention to nurturing resilience in others and ourselves. When we take the responsibility to care for our own dignity and that of others, this is the gift or miracle with a disarming effect. It is up to us to honor other people's dignity in the process you strengthen your own. You matter. Your feelings matter. Other people matter. It matters. All of us deserve an apology when harm is done. Integrity matters. Webster's definition of integrity is the practice of practice of being honest and showing a consistent and uncompromising adherence to strong moral and ethical principles and values. The quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness, and the state of being whole and undivided. Dignity is an understanding that gives us a new way to interact with each other, I think. A way we can accept a person's essential worth aside from their actions. Dignity has the potential to change our lives around the world if we help spread its profound message. The support for you equals me is the recognition of our inherent worth as human beings. It means I have the potential to feel like you do. I have the potential of having my feelings hurt just like you do. I have the potential to hate just like you do, but I choose not to because I know you are just as imperfect as I am. Back to what my Italian friend Michaela was saying for 2021, to be better we have to improve ourselves or nothing will change. Our social-emotional skills are vital to success in emotional well-being. And your support of the You Equals Me Foundation is the understanding of the core concepts of our humanity. Understanding we all 
have our differences and imperfections with the knowing that we all belong here. Once dignity is recognized in the self, you can know it in others. It takes work to shift our way of thinking about our actions, but practice makes permanent. We're not alone, so let's take this walk through 2021 together, leaving the need to be right behind us. Let's try it and see what happens going forward. Thank you for your inspiration and your insights. We love the feedback. Please, if you like what you hear, share with your family and friends. We have You Equals Me high-quality t-shirts for sale that help support this podcast and our website. Our t-shirts can be found at You Equals Me Etsy store, all one word in your Google search, or youequalsme.org. If you would like a complimentary ebook, Wisdom Along the Way, a book of notes and quotes, you can join our One Worlders email at youequalsme.org. Links will also be in the show notes. Thank you so much. Much love around the world. Be kind. Be safe.